Jordan and Lenora Jordan. We come to give God praise to lift up his holy name. Because he said in his word, if he be lifted up, he will draw souls unto him. So here we are to lift up his holy name. That soul be saved. Today it's a pleasure being here once again and um, I would like to say thanks to everyone that 
listens to the segments and i hope that the word is actually strengthening you day by day so i would like to continue from where we had stopped off last week i i i gave the sixth foundational pillar of civilization and spoke about the introduction or the addition of the law to the abrahamic promise and covenant which existed prior to the giving of the law so today i will be speaking about the seventh god ordained foundational pillar of civilization which is the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the word of god which is the bible so all scriptures will be taken from the king james version bible and as i do encourage on a weekly basis is to spend time reading your bibles even if it's two or three scriptures a day remember jesus christ is returning and you must be prepared for his return so i'll start So brethren, the seventh God-ordained foundational pillar of civilization is the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the word of God as cataloged in the Bible. Now this fact is undoubtedly authenticated by the following verses as confirmation, which I'll be reading from Psalm 119 verse 89 which says forever O lord thy word is settled in heaven now in confirmation of the scripture read i hereby tender the following verification which one can read for yourselves which is taken from isaiah chapter 40 verses 6 and 8 and it goes like this the voice said cry and he said what shall i cry all flesh is grass and all the goodliness thereof is as the flower of the field the grass withereth, the flower fadeth but the word of all god shall stand forever now taking a cue from the verses that i just read from isaiah chapter 40 verses 6 and 8 we are confident that what is forever settled in heaven is destined to come to pass on earth. For example, all the prophecies concerning Jesus' birth, his earthly ministry, his suffering, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension have all been fulfilled to the letter. Even before Jesus' earthly ministry, it was the trustworthiness of God's word written by Jeremiah the prophet that gave Daniel the courage to inquire of God concerning Israel's future after having spent 70 years in captivity in Babylon. Now, the following excerpts surely confirms this very important fact, and that is taken from Daniel chapter 9 verses 1 to 2, which states, In the first day of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, 
in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years. Whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. So that was Daniel chapter 9, verses 1 to 2. Now, the prudent student of the word of God would no doubt ask, to which book was Daniel referring in the scriptures that I just read? If to no other, he was surely referring to the books which contained the prophecies of Jeremiah, which he wrote concerning Israel. So this fact can be confirmed by reading Jeremiah chapter 25, verses 10 to 13. And it states, Moreover, I will take from them the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the song of the milestones and the light of the candle. And this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment. And these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. And it shall come to pass when 70 years are accomplished that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation saith the Lord for their iniquity and the land of the Chaldeans and will make it perpetual desolations. And I will bring upon that land all my words which I have pronounced against it, even all that is written in this book, which Jeremiah had prophesied against all the nations. So I just read from Jeremiah chapter 25, verses 10 to 13. So brethren, what was just read from Jeremiah chapter 25, verses 10 to 13, it needs no further explanation. For the history of that region of the world surely confirms the authenticity of the Bible. And while several books can be written in support of the trustworthiness of the Bible, I have chosen to advance the following additional proof in support of my statement. Now, this final proof is specifically written to placate the doubts of the skeptics of God's will. Accordingly, from Daniel chapter 2, verses 1 to 49, we learn that King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream which troubled his spirit but eluded his memory when he awoke out of his sleep. So as a consequence of that dilemma, the king summoned his magicians, his astrologers, his sorcerers, and his Chaldeans to tell him what he dreamt and the interpretation thereof. Now, their failure to tell him what he dreamt and the corresponding interpretation sent the king in a fit of rage which caused him to demand that all his once trusted above-mentioned wise men be put to death. Now, even if this was not listed in the scriptures, right, let us say that Daniel and all his companions would have all been put to death also. Now, upon being informed of the above eventuality, Daniel wisely requested of the king that he and his Jewish companions be given time to seek their God for the information and interpretation which the king demanded. 
and the king acceded to Daniel's request. Now this done, Daniel then summoned his three Hebrew friends. And after having sought the Lord concerning the king's dream, King Nebuchadnezzar's dream and its interpretations were revealed to Daniel. Now the significant thing about this dream which God gave to the king was that it detailed the successive kingdoms which were to rule the world from King Nebuchadnezzar's day right down to this very day in which we live. Now to be more specific, brethren, by means of a metallic image, God detailed to the king the successive kingdoms which were to rule this world. Accordingly, the image had a head of gold, a chest and arms of silver, a belly and tie of brass, legs of iron, and feet of iron and clay. That can be read in Daniel chapter 2, verses 31 to 33. So having revealed the dream to the king, Daniel proceeded to give the interpretation thereafter. Accordingly, Daniel told the king that the head of gold of the metallic image was a representation of his kingdom, which bore rule over the then known world. Daniel then informed the king that his kingdom would be succeeded by an inferior kingdom. He continued, following the reign of the successor of Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom, a third kingdom would have emerged which would be a rule over the whole earth. Following that third kingdom, a fourth and final kingdom, mainly of iron, would arise. But since it was represented in its feet partly of iron and partly of clay, that kingdom would vary in strength in the end. And the fact that that fourth kingdom would be the last man-ruled world empire, Daniel informs us that in the days of that final world empire, the God of heaven shall set up his kingdom, which shall never be replaced by another man-ruled kingdom. So for confirmation of that statement, please read Daniel chapter 2, verse 44. So as I come to a close of the segment today, now if what was just said prior does not vindicate the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the Bible, nothing else would. For the history of the world to date attests to the truthfulness of same, and the final form of the fourth kingdom is daily taking shape. So this fact is surely identifiable in our local media and also in all international and electro electronic media every day. Now to be sure, brethren, the truthfulness and trustworthiness of our Bible is one of the 12 God-ordained foundational pillars of civilization, which the kings of the earth and the secular rulers have despised and discarded and the moral economic and environmental havoc which their actions have caused is calamitous indeed to say the least so as i close brethren 
since God's word is forever settled in heaven, as we read in Psalm 119, verse 89, and since Psalm chapter 12, verse 7, also informs us that God will preserve his words from this generation forever. There is absolutely nothing that Satan can do to prevent their fulfillment. Because of this fact, God's word can and should be trusted by all and sundry. So that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week, Monday again. Please be safe. Have a safe and productive week. Remember that Jesus Christ loves you. I love you. God bless.